What's up, everybody? It is I, your boy Gilbert, and wait, you're not Peaky? Who the, <laughs> nah. who the hell is this guy? <laughs> now nah, that fucker's gone. He's out of here. Nah, he's Peaky's just not available today. <laughs> yeah, he's having inclement weather, and that's causing him to have power outages. Or maybe he's just off playing Call of Duty. I don't know. That never tell with that guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we have who do we who are who are you again? I, we haven't seen you for so long. Uh, I, don't, I forgot who you are. Yeah, I'm I'm some stupid fucker who reads books every now and then. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have finally have our our buddy Harrison back after two fucking weeks. Yeah, yeah, two weeks of him just being just being in the wind, just saying fuck off. I I have a life. I have pe- I have an actual real world life to go to. <laughs> I, I, know, I know for everyone, for all of you is in the States and for you, Gilbert, it's a nice Saturday afternoon. You got it free. You got to do shit. It, it is nine o'clock at night. Some days I am out in the club. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's out in the pub. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, yeah, it depends what I'm doing. But I've recently I've recently discovered a new a new metal club called Spiders, which is pretty sweet. Oh, cool. So so yeah, you're spending your, your Saturday nights with all the goths fucking headbanging and, and moshing. Yeah, it's great. It's great. They got they got a drink called Sweet Death. It's fantastic. It's like it's was it? it's like peach schnapps, vodka, Southern Comfort, something else like like a melon liqueur or something, and then like that sounds sprite. Awesome. It's pretty. It That's goes right. down easy. It goes down real easy, and then you're just like, oh man, I've had like eighteen drinks tonight. Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, it goes down easy. Suddenly, you're four drinks in, and you're like, damn, what did I get drunk? Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those drinks, but they're cheap. That's awesome. I gotta when I when I inevitably end up hitting uh, the UK, I gotta go out to there to that club. It's like the one guy who's like not not goth, just chilling out, just like <laughs> it's like give me that. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's a big place. They have got different rooms, so you got different like uh, different rooms play different music, so you can, you can go and chill oh, cool. in different areas. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's actually okay. So I've been to a club like that in Denver when I was. Uh, when I'm 19 years old, me and my co- my cousin took me out to one of those clubs, and unfortunately, I couldn't drink there. But it was like an old church that had been turned into like it had a basement that was like the goth part. It played like real like weird gothy, I, I don't know, like kind of head like metal, like headbanging music. And then like uh, upstairs in the middle one, it was more like techno, like the more glow stick dancing kind of music. And I oh, think yeah. then then they had a top area which was like the rafters area. And uh, that was like an old bell tower. And that was uh, another kind of mute. I don't know if you remember. It was like some other like more normal, I, I guess what you would say, like normal, like club music. Okay. That sounds pretty decent. So, I, I don't think it's, we don't have that level of variety, but it's like, hey, if you want to listen to 2000s emo hits, come over to this room. If I mean, you want to you listen to cool. Credence all night, come over to this room. <laughs> to to Credence. <laughs> the idea of that. Just like one minute you're just like, and then the other one, fucking, it's just like credence. Yes, I see a bad moon rising. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I want to go there. <laughs> so, real quick, I just want to jump into the comments and say, "What's up to Mister Action? He is first, and he's also last." <laughs> no, I'm kidding. but we also got John <laughs> Bubba in here. What's up, myself in comics? We got Bianca. Uh, hey. Let's see. Brightburn it says, "Hey guys, so I've heard some news about Sony being anti-consumer with their digital rights policies. Basically, if Sony has a fallout with another company, it doesn't matter if you. I don't. I I can't speak to any of that. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. You know, so, Sony man, they they got a yeah. stranglehold on people. Interesting. 
Hmm. Let's see. Patrick said, what's up, Patrick? There says there were eight episodes of Ahsoka. The continuation of the story is, is how she gets back to the... <laughs> what? What is this? What? Why do you guys just jump in with these random ass, like, <laughs> hey, let's go this way? Look, any letting... DS9 reference, I'm down with. <laughs> any DS9 reference? Oh, it's called Deep Space. It's like we call it Deep Space Nine Return of the Jedi. I completely, yeah, I completely missed that last part there. No, yeah, but... I'm, I'm hoping something weird happens and, like, I don't know, Ahsoka ends up hanging out with Captain Sisko. It'd be awesome. <laughs> and then Picard shows up, and then Master Chief is there. Then we get the Ninja <laughs> Turtles for some reason, because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll throw Risen Evil in there. And Beautiful Joe, just for the just for chits and giggles. Well, to be fair, like maybe it would make more sense for like um, for Voyager to turn up. Because they got Voyager. sent off to the Gamma Quadrant or whatever it was. <laughs> Delta Quadrant, shame on you! You lose your star. You use your Starfleet, <laughs> fucking. Well, Delta Quadrant was DS9 because DS9 get there's the wormhole to the Delta Quadrant where all the Jemadar are. The and I can't remember where Voyager goes. Voyager gets sent somewhere. Okay, maybe maybe you're. I don't know. I I haven't watched Voyager in years, so maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering it. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. <laughs> the point is. You fucking random ass people with your random ass comments. I don't like. I'm, I'm kidding. You guys are on. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. I don't. Don't please don't leave. <laughs> but yeah. So what have you been up to, Harrison? What do you have you been watching? Any? You've been keeping up with any of the pop culture while you've been off in your real world life? Uh, not really. No, I've, I've been I've been being all goth. <laughs> I've been <laughs> staying in weird hotels and uh, like going to a pretty cool place. Uh, going to the city of York. It's pretty nice. Uh, as the Americans call it, Old York, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just chilling out there. It, it, it's a fun little sort of spooky town. I went to like this weird perfume shop that had a whole ass dragon in it. It was weird. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was like it was like um, Falcor from NeverEnding Story. It was like a look dragon in the middle of the room. Oh, that's the shit. It's See, all right, yeah. It. Like, what, what is this place called? York. York. Well, no, 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 the, not the not the city, the, oh, the oh, place you went. The, the store. Uh, I think it's called the Society of Alchemists. It's, re oh, it's a really cool name, cool. really cool looking store, but it's like, hey man, do you want to buy some sandalwood? I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm alright, thanks. <laughs> it's like, I love your little niche store, like niche store, but no, I'm not going to buy anything here. Yeah, I, they had two stores of Harry Potter merch, like on that street. It was It was a bit much. That's... That's quite a lot. I don't know if that's necessary. That's like having that's like having two Starbucks right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, it's that, and and it's called the shop that shall not be named because Harry Potter fans are the worst. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. <laughs> the, the shop that opened or, or the shop that lived. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the store that lived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you all right? Did you see the trailers for Fallout show or Inferiosa movie? I saw the Fallout one, which actually looks really good. The the Amazon Fallout uh, movie or show looks pretty awesome. At least I think so. But the uh, yeah, the the Furiosa movie I have not seen anything for yet. But I also watched the uh, what's it called the the Boys season four trailer. There was Madam Web came out a, a couple weeks ago. There was that shitty Garfield looking. That there was the the Chris Pratt oh, Garfield. God, what, what is it? Is it Chris yeah. Pratt again? Yeah, no, he's he's playing Garfield. <laughs> 
And it had me. I'm going to be honest. So I watched this trailer a couple weeks ago. It had me. Like, it shows this opening thing of, like, Garfield being in a little... He's a kitten in a box. Like, it's out in the rain. And he's, like, an orphan. And he smells, like, you know, pizza or whatever. He goes and runs up to the window. And John lets him into the restaurant that he's in eating. And Garfield eats his whole food. And then, it like, I was going... I was with it because of, like, the, the nice music it's playing. It's very, like, feels very Marley and me. And then it just kind of goes into, like, this... Oh, yeah, it's, it's another Chris Pratt thing that he's going to be voicing. Because, you know, hey, look, it's Chris Pratt. Oh, fucking Chris pissing Pratt. <laughs> I like the Mario movie. I think we need to stop making Chris Pratt a voice actor. It's that's I'm done with it. I, yeah, like, how long is it going to be before Chris Pratt is just the voice in everyone's head? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it, is it, uh, it, I suppose it's better than having him be in every movie, like, or being in every, like, live action role. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, like, like every book you read is read to you by Chris Pratt. <laughs> like it doesn't doesn't matter what's happening. Like the news, if you're reading the newspaper, Chris Pratt's telling you about it. Before you know it, your own inner monologue will be Chris Pratt. <laughs> exactly that. But yeah, uh, John Bubba, yes, in fact, Fallout is a real thing. Go check that out. It actually looks all right. I'll, I'm going to say that. I have I have cautious optimism. I'm I'm interested in that because like Fallout feels like a really good property to make a TV show out of. Straight up. I'm like that. I think that uh, would really like that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like open endedness to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, because you don't necessarily have to do the, you know, the wanderer or, you know, the, the, you know, the wanderer from vault 101 or the wanderer from vault, you know, 13, you know, the various different characters from the games that you don't need to do the courier. You can just do some random asshole in the world of fallout that shit is happening around. Yeah, and like it's it's easy to bring in little cameos of characters from the games if you want to. You also don't have to because you've just got it, it's more of a world than it is like a single plot from a game. Mm-hmm. Agreed, absolutely agreed. And so yeah, go check that out if you haven't seen it. It's not it. It looks like it's it's just a teaser trailer at this point. So we don't really know much about how the story is going to go. It's but it's a chick. It's a, it's a it's a chick who's the main character now, and then. Like, I don't know it's more to tell you guys. Go go watch it for yourselves. Okay. Uh, let's see. Brightburn says, hey, Gilbert, have you seen, uh, or, or have you or Harry seen Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds? I saw a good video today, video essay on it, explaining how the birds, that or explaining why the birds attack the birds themselves are a metaphor for a natural disaster. And I'll, I'll admit, I haven't uh, seen The Birds. And the human agenda doesn't matter when come face to face with a natural disaster. The birds don't care if you have plans for your life. Yeah, Harrison. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, but the birds. It, yes, I have seen the birds. Not my favorite Hitchcock film, but okay, I could definitely see that. Like it's a, it's a. Although with that, it's a really stupid natural disaster. Oh, a bunch of crows are are flying into the into a fucking phone booth, and this lady is trapped in. The, it's like. I mean, like, guns. I I like it. Like I, I I I haven't like I said I haven't seen it, so I can't say much about it. But I like the. It's a fun idea of like you can just kind of make anything scary and like, hey man, what if the birds just were like, nah, fuck you. That's I suppose that's yeah. <laughs> it's only it's only natural. We have to everything has to so the birds, there's like the happening, which is like the trees kill us. There's <laughs> there's like deep impact where the sun kills us. Or or no, that's a no, that's a, a yeah, meteor. um yeah, the one where the sun's gonna kill us. Ah, I've forgotten what it's called now. Um, might be something stupid as like solar or something like that. It's it's something so, those lines. Something like that. There was the geostorm where like this 
weird machine that we created to, to create or to change the the what's it called the the weather that kills us like we it always has to be some i i, I don't know I, I i get the idea but of uh natural disasters the birds killing us i'm like they're birds what are they gonna do hey man like, birds you come from a country with some fucked up birds you got a whole fucked up bird, you know, like the bald eagle's a massive bird. That, that bald, okay, that okay, fair enough. Bird. Like the bald eagle, the bald eagle, or maybe like, the, not the pelican, I was going to say a pelican, but no, the, the uh, what's it called? Uh, vulture. Maybe a bald yeah. eagle or a vulture. That would yeah, be scary. Yeah. Vulture could like, like wreck your shit with those claws. We just got seagulls. And seagulls are, uh, are, are tough bastards. Like, you know, like, like. You know those things of like you know who would win you know like 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 or like would you rather fight like a horse sized duck or like a hundred duck sized horses like <laughs> hard... <laughs> you ever had that one no oh duck sized horses de definitely duck sized horses like those they're fucking they're, they're like that big you can just kick them what are they gonna do I, but a, maybe, but a horse sized like... duck oh dude a horse sized duck would be terrifying it'd be it'd probably be pretty scary I, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I, I might try a horse-sized duck because I'm like, it's a duck. It's, it's still a duck. It's big. But my, Domesticate my the duck. I'm like, if a whole bunch of seagulls came at me, it would be hard to fight off a whole bunch of seagulls. There's a lot of them. <laughs> and they're tenacious. I just imagine that scene from Finding Nemo, though. My, 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 my. It's like trying yeah. to fight off a bunch of those. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. You know, like, if you've ever been down to the been down to the boardwalk and you got yourself some fish and chips and those seagulls want your food, man, and they will take it. Yeah, no. Fair enough. Birds are birds are little shitheads. But like where I live, I guess you know, the biggest the, the worst thing we, we almost have to deal with is pigeons. I'm like, dude, I, ain't no way that I'm gonna be afraid of a bunch of, of a flock of pigeons. Oh uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I could I could handle some pigeons. Like <laughs> I'm not going to say that, like you know, I'd I'd take many down, but I could at least like ignore them for a bit. <laughs> I'd get to a house. Agreed. Exactly. <laughs> like, let me see here. Uh, I'm gonna one pigeon. I'll take one pigeon out. Definitely. <laughs> like you know, one dead like, pigeon at least. It's like give me a cricket bat. I can take out at least a couple of pigeons with a couple of swings. Maybe they'll start pecking at me, but I will take them the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Any, I mean, yeah. Maybe like a if if I get like a big tennis racket, just so I've got more surface areas to get like two at once. Let's see. Here. So all right, first of all, I want to say hi to Anon. He's in here. Anon. Justin is in here. Says on, pa on page nine ninety four of Lego Daily View. Oh hell yeah, dude. So he is, yeah, he's a, he is our resident Lego dude. He is building a bunch of different like Lego sets that he built, and apparently now is oh. right now is Lego uh, Daily Bugle. Oh, nice! That's like a thousand pieces or some such, like some some nutty like amount of uh, pieces to build. I went to the Lego store in a big mall uh, on Thursday, and then was just like, no, because I was just like, I don't want to have to take out a mortgage to buy this Lego. <laughs> so, what kind of Lego sets were you? Did you see? I was trying to see if there was something kind of interesting. There wasn't much that interested me. This store wasn't great. Like, it wasn't that big. Um, so that's one of the things that gets me. Is every time I go, I want to look at some Lego. I go look at the sets, and I'm like, eh, they're either, like, more expensive than I want to pay, or they're all just to do with some, um, like, IP that I don't care about, like <laughs> Harry Potter, or, um, I don't know. Uh, they used to have some Ghostbusters stuff. That doesn't seem to be around anymore. I can't find it anymore, but like, like yeah, they got, they got loads of Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, rather. Got tons of that stuff. Uh, it's poor Jurassic Park. 
even the Marvel stuff, like you know, like like I like the Marvel movies and the shows and stuff, but I I just don't. I'm not going to spend 180 pounds to get the Avengers Tower or anything like that. It's probably more yeah. than that. I was going to say you're going to spend 200 quid to buy like you know the, the, the Death Star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, it's not what I'm after. Like, hmm. although I gotta say. I do, I do like kind of envy the people who have that kind of money who can just like throw down like five hundred dollars to buy like the the insane like ten thousand piece whatever star destroyer that like it, that's gonna take up like half of your house. It it is cool. Like 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 and my my brother started building a Lego city in his attic a few years ago. Um, they moved house and they had to take it down and stuff like that. But uh, it was pretty damn nice. And I, I, mm-hmm. I agree. I'm kind of jealous of being able to do that. Yeah, nah, but at a certain point, though, if you gotta find like, I feel like you, it's that's not you're not just buying the Lego set because if you once you build it, you gotta find a place to put it, and then you gotta make sure it's safe enough that it's not gonna fall over and completely destroy and make you just like completely blow a gasket because that's what happened with me. If if I were to build like spend the time building one of those things and it fell over and like, I, oh, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so Anon says. Fallout New Vegas story would would be or would be could uh, I don't know I'm not sure what you're saying there but with focusing on tension between the NCR and the Legion oh you could you could make a I guess you can make a show like that about that yeah I, I, I think there's loads of cool stuff you could do with that I mean the the Legion have got to come into it somehow haven't they like because mm. anything Fallout needs to have the iconic power suit coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it has that in there. So again, go back to the to that uh, teaser trailer. If you, shit, well, I'm sitting here gabbing on. It's two minutes to watch, but yeah, no, nah, it's they have they do have that part where fuck it. You know what? I, I should have been I should have been prepared. Damn me <laughs> for not being prepared. Damn it, Harrison, you're messing up on me. I'm kidding. Wait, this is my, okay. All right, yeah, no, yeah. Actually, yeah. In the, no, in, the tr- in the true American style, I'm gonna blame you, even though for it's, even though it's my mistake. All right, brilliant. But yeah, no, in but in the Fallout uh, trailer, tell me about how you saved me from Germany or something. I mean, didn't we? <laughs> no, you didn't. It's like, no. But in all seriousness, though, I don't, I don't care. I don't know none of the nothing about that. I wasn't born at that point. But I mean, neither. yeah. So, so why are we fighting over something our grandfathers <laughs> didn't even care about? But yeah, no. So here, I'll I'll put it on right here. Just because I keep on here, oh, stay on page, so I'll jump out. But yeah, uh, they have uh, the NCR suits, like the armor, power armor, in there. So here, let me ride around. Damn it! Damn me for not being again, not being prepared with this. But somewhere in there, they do have like the the NCR, like having their armor and having like what's it called, uh, like their power armor on. I don't know. I'm I'm looking for it, but and while I do. Uh, continue your thoughts, Eric. I don't know. Stop. Well, I, yeah, I have a little look at the comments. Mr. Action's put in, hot take, not a big fan of video game movies nowadays. I'm fascinated that you're saying nowadays, Mr. Action, because I feel nowadays is the only time we've really gotten video game movies. Like, the movies that we used to get for video games, maybe it's because of the time that I grew up, but we had the, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Like, the old live-action one. That was basically our video game movie. We didn't really get any others. Mm-hmm. So like like I I kind of feel like I mean I, I, I don't think it's that changed because you got I'm trying to think of ones you got Silent Hill to be fair Resident I was talking Evil. about that recently oh yeah Resident Evil which uh, yeah the whole Resident Evil movie series 
has been awful. Like I, I rewatched uh, Welcome to Raccoon City recently. It came onto Netflix here in the UK, and I like that movie for a lot of reasons, but it's also not that great. Um, mm. but at least like it attempts to be the video games, whereas you know all those those ones previously just didn't even bother. Yeah, no, I I agree. That one, mm, I I'd, I will say again. I always say this that uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse did its best. It did its best as it could. Well, at least that was that was what's his name, Paul Paul Anderson, Paul W S Anderson. Uh, I think I don't know yeah. the, the dude who's married to to uh, Mila Jokovic. Jovovich. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah him like he did his best with that one. The other ones were all just bullshit. He's like, hey, let me just take this thing, this imagery from the game, and just throw it into this movie that has nothing to do with any of that. Well, it's like like so much of it is just not in there. I mean, you know, even like the the first movie, like okay, they've got a mansion, I guess, and a lab mm. underground, but but that that's it. You know, that the, there's very little similarity. You, you don't like have your Chris. You don't have Jill. You don't have Wesker. You don't have Barry. You don't get a Jill sandwich. None of it. Um, so I, I think it's, I, you know, the only thing other than zombies you get is you get a liquor right at the end. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty sad. I think interesting. Patrick's trying to rampage. Oh, Hans street fighter. Street fighter is a great example of a bad video game movie. <laughs> Good Lord. That was, that was John Claude Van Damme in there. Wasn't it? Yeah. Playing guile. <laughs> oh my god see all right so yeah the, uh brightburn says the last of us on hbo is pretty much the game translated into a new medium i agree that's like the that's probably one of the best like adaptations of video game to movie or to tv show ever uh mr I'm... action says they're, they're all mostly ass except for cyberpunk 2077 here sorry i cut you off go ahead and, and oh, respond no, yeah, to um later. yeah the 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 last of us one like yeah i mean i i, I haven't seen it because um uh, HBO things that are on HBO are, are difficult for me to see. It's like part of the reason why I haven't seen Game of Thrones because it's it's like I have to have all different services here to try and see it, and I ain't spending money on that. Especially to be honest, to see a to see a TV show that's a game that already exists. It I will admit it's a, it seems a bit weird. There is a sweet spot of like accurate to the game and is different and worth watching. Like I can get something out of this rather than just watching all the cutscenes on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, hmm. Okay, I, I, I get, I get that. So you don't necessarily need to, like if you already know the story of Last of Us, you don't necessarily need to watch the show on HBO Max so, or or whatever you know series or uh, service. You can just be like, I'll just watch the game or play the game, and I'm, I'm good. Like I. I- I agree with people when some sometimes people have been like, "There's no point in making video games into movies," and I'm like, "I'm fine with that." That's why I think Fallout's good for it because, again, you can have all these different stories and you can just use the world rather mm-hmm. than try and make the the, the story from the cutscenes of the game into a TV show or whatever. It's just, I think it works really well that way. Agreed. Rampage, yeah. So Rampage was bad. That was the one where uh, that was like literally the arcade game with the giant wolf and the giant monkey that destroyed the city, and and that's like the, that was Dwayne Johnson in there. So that made it even worse. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. That is Dwayne Johnsonist. Like he's just a man who's there to be big. Mm. <laughs> he's there to be Dwayne Johnson to be the Rock. <laughs> but Game of Thrones isn't based on a game. He's not talking. I don't think he was talking about that. He's talking about. Uh, he he was mentioning that he hadn't seen a, uh, Game of Thrones, but he was talking about The Last of Us. 
yeah, yeah. Just, it was just things on HBO. If it's on HBO, I probably haven't seen it. Is, is yeah, what I mean. I'll admit, I was totally confused there for a second too. But in the middle of while you were explaining what you what you meant, like uh, what you were saying, I was like, oh, okay, no, you're talking about The Last of Us, of course. Sorry, sorry, I, I apologize. Yeah, I was just using it as an example of things I haven't seen. So I haven't seen The Last of Us. Haven't seen that. There was something else we were talking about a while back. Anything that's DC, <laughs> like like <laughs> it's on HBO Max. I ain't seeing it then. Like, well, if you ever have the chance, like not necessarily on HBO, but if you ever have the chance, Blue Beetle is pretty good. I would recommend that. Yeah, I, I do want to see Blue Beetle actually. That the trailers look good for that, and it's a character that I don't know anything about, so I'm quite happy to go into it. And sometimes it is really nice to go into an adaptation not knowing anything about the original, because mm-hmm. then you don't know how bad it is. You can just enjoy it for what it is. So I want to go back to Mr. Action's comment real, real quick. He says there's all they're all mostly ass ex- or mid, except for Cyberpunk 2077. Are do you mean to tell me that the 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 anime like the, the there's like literally like the one that like just kind of did its own thing and completely it diverged entirely from the actual like it it I mean it was in the universe obviously it still had a lot of the same bullshit but it completely diverged from the story it had nothing to do with it and it completely gave you like characters that you'd never seen before like having powers and shit like that's all I'm saying is it like and then also mind you it gave you like three completely naked women like throughout most of the shit like three of the main character female characters are like naked like half of the time of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, dude, come on. Like, you're really going to tell me that, like, it's not that I'm saying it was bad, but like, you're really going to tell me that was the best, like one of the best ones. Like, come on, come on. If we're going to stuff like that, I will say the Castlevania anime is pretty damn good. But, like, I, I, yeah, I enjoy that a lot. Are you talking like, about the, this new, are you, are you talking, have you seen this new one that they released? Not recently? the brand new one. No, the one that started a few years ago and they've been sort of slowly releasing like a few episodes every couple of years or something like that. That was that okay. was pretty good. It, it, it's I like it. I like that it starts off with with Dracula just being like, "They killed my wife. I'm gonna raise an army from hell and murder everyone." I'm like, yeah, kill those priests. Yeah, <laughs> uh, gotta gotta love it. Like, if there is something like that, Harrison, I love how you were just like, "Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> tear it down, <laughs> destroy down with the church." <laughs> yeah no but that's good stuff so uh apparently the new i don't i haven't seen any of that castlevania stuff like the the netflix animes but apparently this newest one that they released like everyone got angry about it. i don't know what for but so oh. you know there's apparently there's some controversy about it being about it sucking or for something like that oh uh, god oh god oh god final fantasy oh my goodness i forgot about that movie are we talking about all right so is it advent children or are we talking about uh the spirits within because i kind of like the spirits within the spirits within isn't a terrible movie it's a terrible final fantasy adaptation but as a Mm -hmm. as a movie on its own it's all right it's pretty good yeah like exactly i've never seen a final fantasy game that has anything to do with any of that but yeah i'm like whatever (laughs) i'm i'm down for it i like the i like the story it's it's a good enough the voice acting is good enough I remember it's so crazy. Like I remember when that movie came out, and people, including me, and to be fair, I was a child, were doing things like it's so realistic, man. Like sometimes I can't believe it's not like actual actors. They look so real, and I look at it now. I'm like, I was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, and yeah, I'll, and I'll admit the Final Fantasy VII like movie adaptation that they made it was not great, and also the Halo movie, the or the Halo TV show was bullshit was bullshit 
don't watch it has paramount should be ashamed of themselves there's no (laughs) reason that that ever had to be made shame on them (laughs) i i i will take that from you as the resident halo expert yeah no that was some bull crap like i would have been down for it. i was sitting there like down for it until until they got to the point where they're like oh yeah we're gonna have master chief just remove his helmet the very first episode and it's gonna be this at what this one asshole who was the guard from orange is the new black oh right like yeah he was the, he was the rapist oh that one yeah he was the that he was the dickhead. yeah exactly he was that dude like but uh, they got that guy to be to be the uh, the dude in uh, to be the new Master Chief, and I'm like, I'm not down for it. Oh wow! That mm, okay, sure. Decision was made. Yeah, nah, dude. It's it's not. Mm, I was I was not happy with it, and so as you can imagine, it like. And then also they did a bunch of other stupid shit, like making him like they they made a human be like they made a human girl be like I guess she was captured and then indoctrinated and she became part of like the covenant and then that master chief ends up fucking that chick it's a it's a whole stupid thing and it has again nothing to do with the game at all and you never see that ever oh weird and we all know that his heart belongs to cortana surely i mean of course gotta gotta fuck the gotta fuck siri (laughs) (laughs) i want a full odst movie Ooh, that actually be really good and Halo Forward unto Dawn. Halo Forward unto Dawn. Like that, I, I I want to agree with you, but I feel like you know that's just a sign of that we are true Halo fanboys. <laughs> like that's all that means. If you watch that movie, we're like, yeah, this is great. That was the that was the movie they like. It was an hour and a half movie they made for that was leading up to uh, Halo Four. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I didn't know they did that. Yeah, no, it just, it just wanted to give you a backstory on one character that isn't really important in Halo Four, but he's just kind of there. I know they they did a thing that was kind of like Star Wars Visions with Halo, didn't they? Like um, a bunch of short films, like of different animation styles. Oh, uh, Halo Legends, yes. Yeah, I like when they do stuff like that. I, I I think that that's a good way to do things with video games. Like um, like I think you could do a fun like Dark Souls thing with that. Oh, dude. Dark, oh my god, Dark Souls, but like an anthology series done in different animation styles. Yeah, and like most of it could just be like, you know, like a different player character fighting a different boss. But all it has to be is it just has to look cool, basically, and it'd be pretty. I think people would like it. I mean, but that's the thing is that because Dark Souls, like if you look at those games across like the different, even in the same games, like if you look at Dark Souls three, the different areas that you can go to are so are so differently varied, and that and the enemies are like. That that would translate so well to doing like five or six different animation styles and having different you know artists do different characters. You one minute one game or one episode you could have like a an, an eldritch horror kind of monster and another one you could have just like a wolf holding a fucking sword in its mouth. Yeah, in fact, you could do it from across all the games. So yeah, one of them is like Dark Souls two. Then you go over to Bloodborne. Then you come back to Elden Ring, like and just like swap between them because like yeah, like doing something like a, a messed up like stop motion thing of like some of the stuff from Bloodborne. Would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Remember the Halo anime? It was see, so yeah, but that that would be awesome. I would be down for that. And that I think that's yeah. So if you do that for Fallout, if you were to do that for Elder Scroll or not Elder Scrolls for uh, the Dark Souls, if you were to do that for like any of those open again these open ended games that allow you to have different like a lot of freedom with those kind of characters, I'm like, oh, dude, it'd be so cool. A Halo series, but without the Spartans, would be good. Like from the POV of troopers uh, fighting the Covenant in different theaters of war. 
I'd be down with that. Yeah, I I agree. I think like um, I think a similar thing, John, to uh, Warhammer, because obviously there's the whole there's the whole um, like, I think Warhammer forty thousand thing coming out with Superman. Um, uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Like, so I I think I think that's cool. But from my years of like knowing Warhammer, the stories where like you're hanging out with uh, space marines tend to be kind of boring because space marines are kind of boring guys. They're just like. <laughs> They're like really religious priests with guns, and that that's kind of it. See, now I agree with that, but in in that in the realm of Halo, like if you're talking about Spartans, then yes. But if you're talking about like just like the ODSTs or like the average Marine guys, like yeah, no, th- those dudes are like th- they're getting slaughtered by the by like the boatload uh, by one elite. So I'm like, I could definitely see you know maybe you deal with the trauma of being a soldier who had to survive who had to survive a Covenant attack. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that's what I mean. I'd like. Like if if I was going to do a Warhammer thing, I'd have it from the perspective of the Imperial Guard, who are just guys. Just they're, guys. Just, they're just regular soldiers, and so you can have they've got way more personality. And then you know you can show the and the same thing with that. You know you can show then some Spartans turning up and like all these guys like oh my god, Spartans amazing. But mm-hmm. they you know it, it's more fun when like they're more vulnerable. I think when your characters are more vulnerable because then there's more um, risk. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And so yeah, but I, I'm interested to see how they do the uh, how Henry Cavill does the Warhammer thing because I'm honestly not as familiar with Warhammer. My brother is, and like he's all into it. So he tells me all this thing about he told me basically the same thing you have about how Halo is basically just Warhammer, just Warhammer light. So, it, yeah, it, it's it's I would say yeah, it's Warhammer but less goth, mm-hmm. like because you know like the Space Marines fly in basically cathedrals in space. Everything's covered in skulls. Like there's candles yeah. everywhere. Like I di- I disagree with this part, Glorious. First of all, hello, Glorious. Well, welcome in. But also, Space Marines would also cost a shit ton in CGI. Bullcrap. If you ever look at any like Comic Con videos with the guys in Space Marine armor that they made themselves, bullcrap. We could make we could make some good uh like uh what's it um what's the word practical some good practical yeah. effects for that. Yeah, I, I, I work with a guy who uh, who makes those costumes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's a cool dude. So yeah, no, nah, I, I feel like you could absolutely do some stuff like that and do and make it look good. Like they did that kind of stuff. There was a movie, uh, it's a Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. It's like yeah, the, in that they're wearing those like see, those crazy ass uh, exo suits or whatever, and that's all practical effects. That's like them actually wearing like a thirty pound suit. That movie's like, so good, man. Really that movie's is. so good. It's like the best like, Tom Cruise Tom Cruise movie I've seen in years. What not a Mission Impossible fan? Nah, nah, nah. It's it, it's got that thing of like James Bond movies have, where I'm like, what's happening? Where the hell are we here? Who's that? What? And mm. also, like Tom Cruise doesn't understand that I'm not impressed by him. <laughs> well, I mean, what 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 does he have to do to impress? He's climbed the Abu Dhabi. He has uh, held onto the side of a plane as it took off. Apparently, he's in the new one. He like drives a, a motorcycle off a cliff and then. A fucking skydives or whatever. Like, what does he have to do to impress you, Harrison? I think I think that the, the problem that is is that like I don't care if it's real or not. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, like at no point when I was watching, you know, like Infinity War or something, was I was sitting there going like, "Do you want to be much better if like Chris Hemsworth actually cut off Josh Brolin's head? Like, that would be way better, you know? Or like, it would be so much better." 
if we actually fired Robert Downey Jr. in a metal suit, like out of a cannon and watched him fly across. So like whenever Tom Cruise is doing, I'm like, do you know what that man just did? He just made everyone's job harder. Just like everyone working on that movie is like, oh, fuck, fine, fine. We'll figure out a way for you to hang onto a plane. Fine. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to agree with that. Like he just made that movie that much more expensive, that much harder. And then uh, probably that much more like, I mean, that's, you know what? It's probably a shit to have to set all that up. Like whether, no matter what area of, of filmmaking you're in, whether it's the stunts, the, you know, the, if you're the pencil pusher that has to fill out the insurance forms for that, I'm like, I bet you it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like there's somebody who's like got a rig, like the camera on the side of the plane to capture him hanging on. And it's like, we could be sitting in an office doing this on Adobe pro or whatever. And like, it would like, all be easier. Like, right. Someone has to fix that. And in a way that's make sure that the camera doesn't fall off the fucking plane and then crash to the ground. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, no, you're, I, I agree. Okay, you know, I didn't think of it like that. That's a good, that's a good point, Harrison. Fuck Tom Cruise, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Scientologist, son of a bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm not keen on that bit, but I will admit, it doesn't really come into the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> <laughs> At no point does you know, like, like Tom at the end go like, and thanks to my good friends Simon Pegg and Zenu, <laughs> like. Yeah, no, he never talks about like your what? What is it? The ha the happiness or like the your your T levels or whatever the hell bullshit it is. Yeah, he doesn't talk about how like you need to be clear because your thetans are blocking you. You've got <laughs> thetans, Ingrams you go. that you've got to clear out there. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, let's see here. John Bubba says seeing those. Okay, yeah. So seeing the Marines winning and losing, talking about their their lives in the UNSC, having antics between combat, it could work like drunk UNSC troops stealing a warthog and wrecking it. Oh, that'd be. That'd be cool. Oh, so yeah. yeah, they want to talk about like band of brothers. Like that's what they were. They've been having a whole conversation, Anon and John Bubba, about agreeing with each other about how they how they could write a better Halo story. Oh, I'd love a I'd love like a a story that's similar to that. Like like um, oh, what's that movie? Three Kings with George Clooney and Ice Cube. Do you remember that movie? I do not. It's like um, it's like about like a bunch of soldiers during Operation Desert Storm, and they they figure out they find a map to Saddam Hussein's like bunker that's full of like cars and gold and stuff and oh. Marky Mark's in it. And so it, it, it's just, these guys are just like, they kind of go rogue. They go AWOL to go and like steal uh, Saddam Hussein's gold. And so it's just a really weird heist movie set in the Gulf war. Huh? See, okay. I saw a movie like that on Netflix called triple frontier that has a very similar plot. Oh, but okay. instead of them being active soldiers, they're they're uh, like retired soldiers, and they're stealing from a drug lord. But yeah, it's just, it's essentially the same plot. They go rogue and go decide to go just rob this dude, and shit just kind of goes awry from there. Yeah, so like like I think that's one of the cool things you could do with when you yeah people don't do that often, but you can have war movies that aren't necessarily about war, and I kind of like that. Agreed. I think you know. Mm. Yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a few movies like that that are that there are war movies that aren't necessarily like all right, just just off the top of my head, Good Morning Vietnam. That is a, that is absolutely a war movie that has nothing to do with the actual Vietnam War, at least in at least not for most of the movie. Glorious mentions, I think it was I think it was you, Glorious, didn't you saying that you were ma you were making orc killer cans at the moment? Someone yes. said that. Yeah. yeah, I'm painting some 40k yeah. or killer cans. I would love to see someone remake Good Morning Vietnam with Warhammer oh, 40,000 orcs. It would be awesome. 
that would change the whole movie. <laughs> Orcs are possibly like some of my favorites. That they're great because they're just idiots and they're fantastic. Like they've got like they've got rules in the in the game of stuff like um, if you paint a model red, it costs more like because you have to have a point system of like how much you can put on the field and it costs more because orcs believe that red cars go faster and because they believe that they go faster they do mm. <laughs> it's it's the flames dude put on you put on some hot rod flames it makes the car go faster it's a fact <laughs> hey we got we got tim in here says what's up gilb dog and harrison uh, and we also got gap after dark uh he's a member Hello. of the monkey lizard army oh, he's hey, a gap. subscriber to us Thank you very much for subscribing and joining the Order of the Fulcrum Knights. Indeed. And thank you thank all y'all for doing that. In fact, we got I have a very special thank you that I made just for you guys. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna <laughs> See, I, that's, only because, that's only because I, th I think I'm not sure if it was Anon or Glory. But one of the guys who's in the chat right now has made that that thing of like, I can't believe you guys don't have a, a you know a Rick Roll thing like thing. And so I'm like, <laughs> I you know I took that note to heart. All right, and Mr. <laughs> and where is Mr. Peaky? He's off. Like, either he's it, his powers either died or he's off playing Call of Duty. I can't <laughs> I can't say for sure which because <laughs> it's it's completely possible that he's doing both that, that one or the other. See, like Jarhead, not much of a Desert Storm slash Shield movie, or not much of Desert Storm slash Shield was in it. It's more about the boredom and psychological strain of those Marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I love, I I love that moment in Jarhead where they're lining up the shot on that guy, and then that dude just turns because like, no, it's an airstrike. Shut up. Like, like, oh, that that part was annoying. She's like, just let him fucking take the shot. I'm like, what's the matter? But like, yeah, it'd be interesting to see that with, with, with the UNSC of, of you know, just like, no, 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 it's okay. The Spartans have got it, and then they just have to sit there and watch these guys, these guys run off and take care. Of it. And it's like, fine, right, okay. Got flown out into space to do all this shit, and now I'm doing nothing. That yeah, dude. I see, you know, that would be pretty sad too. Like, I would, I would love to see that. Like, like you said, remake that scene or remake that movie, but instead with Spartans, like it's a bunch of soldiers chilling out, and then the Spartans just show up and take their do all of the shit for them. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. You know, like, like that movie is good. I really like that movie. It, it just shows like they can just put you through all that psychological bullshit, and you don't even get to do what they told you had to do. <laughs> the field fuck scene, where the, all the all the Marines are humping each other in Jarhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because they have they tell them like in that movie they tell them like CNN comes out to film the 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 you know whatever what's going on and and interview the guys and they tell them like all right you this is what you're allowed to say this is what you're not allowed to say like if they ask you point blank you're happy to be here you know blah 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 and then there's like a part where uh, they start filming them and they just, and because they're like oh well the Marines do this that and the other and they're they're in like their gear and then they just get pit fed up with it and they're like feel fuck and they all start humping while the cnn guys are filming them <laughs> it's the funniest damn thing and then they they eat a bunch of shit afterwards but that's it's funny in the moment there was a there's uh I, I think it was way back i think when um, some guys were doing the escapist news network and they like mm -hmm. made a whole fake like thing of like um EA saying that like the new Call of Duty was the most realistic Call of Duty ever, and like they had like fake footage of people saying it's like it was amazing. I spent six hours fixing Humvees, and then I was shot and immediately killed by friendly fire. <laughs> oh, that's fucked. <laughs> it's good, but it's fucked up. Uh, 
comparison. He's a veteran. He's done it. He's finally done it. Um, all right, what, is, <laughs> what, have, what have we finally done? I think he's talking about the Rick Roll. Oh, 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 it was Anon. Okay, it was Anon then. All right, but uh, let me see. I mean, does Apocalypse Now really count as a Vietnam War film because the mission Martin Sheen is on is top secret and off the book? Yeah, and he's he's there to go take down Marlon Brando. Yeah, and it's... and she, yeah, and, and, and as he goes further down the river, it just gets less and less about the war. I ah oh, that movie, I love that movie. That movie's so good. It's really good. Interesting book as well. Um, it's uh, the Heart of Darkness that it's based on, oh, which is very different because it's like it's not in Vietnam or anything like that. It's in like colonial Africa, like when oh, the no British shit. like ran it. And similar story though. It's real good. And oh man, Marlon Brando. Like you know, some days, sometimes when you hear about actors and you're like, oh, I can't be that good, and then you see that speech in that, and I'm like, oh, Mar- Marlon Brando's pretty damn good. I I still prefer him in as the dad in Superman. Like, you know, like that, that's what make his, his whole like speeches uh, of like in those movies is what makes the, that movie for me. Like in that first one. Yeah. Yeah. You had a lot to choose from, but you went with Superman. Hey, uh, you know what? I, I, that's, that's my most, yeah. There's also death. Well, yeah, I think it's death wish or is it, what is it called or, um, death wish is Branson. I think. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. That's Charles Charles Branson. Yeah. Charlie yeah, Johnson. but like, like Brando, you could have the Godfather trilogy. Well, the Godfather, rather. Um, you know, or uh, uh, Streetcar Named Desire. Okay, Town. you know, I'm going to be honest. I've never seen the Streetcar Named Desire. And yeah, I like the Godfather, but Superman is much more, uh, I'm going to say, is much more like uh, okay. formative on my life than the Godfather I'd, was. I'd say, yeah, I'd say probably more in the Godfather camp. Yeah, well. Yeah, I, like, that's, uh, I like this question from Manon. Uh, Gilbert and Harry, if you were transported into the last movie you watched, how effed would you be? I would be severely effed because the last movie I watched was last night and it was um, Return of the Living Dead. And okay. every, everyone dies. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a 40-year-old mm. movie. Okay, yeah, no. So, you want to talk about everyone dying? The last movie I watched was Aliens. That was on That was on Friday <laughs> on Thursday night. And <laughs> we're fucked game over man game over yeah no i'm i'm totally screwed yeah particularly yeah wow <laughs> yeah no dude i'm like i'm a i am like 50 shades of fucked on that one <laughs> all right so now that was already uh let's see hot take i prefer robert de niro as young vito corleone over marlon brando's version Ooh. Them's fighting words. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I, that's pretty fair, you know. Like it's it's um it's De Niro, you know. Like De Niro is fantastic. I, I I think they're both very good. I, you know, I, I I think they're doing they're doing a character at very different points in his life. So, you know, so you got very different performances. I think Marlon, but I think Marlon Brando. That whole movie, that the first Godfather, is an incredible movie. It's very slow, but oh. it's fantastic. <laughs> Look what they did to my boy. I can't do a Marlon Look Brando reference. There you go. I can't do a Marlon Brando. <laughs> I have to put cotton balls in my mouth to make it work. <laughs> you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding, and you ask for a favor. <laughs> I, I love, I love. Who's the, who's the massive guy? Um, he's the one that sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> but he's, oh he's, shit! Ah, it's Luke incredible. He's, yeah, Luke. Yeah, Luca. Uh, ah. Shit, hand. But I love, I love him right at the beginning of the movie where he's like practicing what he's going to say to the Godfather. He's like, Mr. Corleone, 
You invited me here. Thank you very much, Mr. Cole. Oh, okay, you. okay. Lenny Mont Montana. That was Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi, yeah, yeah. Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> Apparently, that was like, I guess that was a big thing about that movie. So anyone who hasn't seen The Godfather, that was like a big thing in there is that he was actually reading off of the card because he was like nervous as fuck because he's never, he, the guy had never acted before. Oh, wow. So enough. yeah, he was he was actually like when you see him there's like Godfather, I've come like uh, thank you for like he's actually reading that shit off of there. It's because he doesn't actually know what his lines are, and so he's like nervous as fuck, like reading that. And so <laughs> so the guy just kind of, so uh what's his what was the Francis uh the Francis Coppola. Coppola? Yeah, that yeah, Fra Francis Coppola, he just went with it. He's like, you know what, let's use that. <laughs> so that genius, genius filmmaking. <laughs> yeah, you're both not making out of those movies. Yeah, and on you saw how I played. Uh, I played fucking Aliens: Dark Descent yesterday. I'm like, no, I, I'm screwed. I'd be dead. I'd be <laughs> fucked. Are you guys gonna see Godzilla? Which one are we talking about? The 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 Apple Plus series, the the Monarch show, or are we talking about Godzilla minus one or whatever the hell? I mean, probably, probably not. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, maybe if if it's one of those weekends where it's like, eh, let's go and see a movie. Maybe I'll see it. Um, it's out now. Oh, hang on. Apparently, hang on. Godzilla minus one is a Toho movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be like it's supposed to go back to its roots of the old like kaiju films. Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's that's different. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. See, I, I, I feel like that. Yeah, you've talked a lot about how you like the old. You prefer the older Godzilla movies, don't you? Yeah. Well, I, like I just think. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way, but like I feel like Godzilla being a bit goofy is sort of the point. You know, like mm. like like it's fun to watch like a rubber guy, a guy in a rubber suit, walk around like a fake city, but. Ever since, maybe maybe it's just that, that that Roland Emmerich movie just ruined it for me. But any time now that I see just a, a CGI Godzilla, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I saw, yeah. I, I did see Godzilla versus King Kong, but I was under the influence, so I don't remember a huge amount of it. <laughs> I was too drunk to remember Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It's not worth it. I don't think. I don't. I think that the only of those. You know, universe of movies. The only one that was actually worth a shit was Kong King uh, Kong Skull Island. That was another one that I don't remember much of. But what I do remember was all right. I was like, yeah, okay, this is cool. At least like, like it's it's the best bit of King Kong. It's you know, it's it's none of this like what with a real monster was man. It's like nah, it's fucking T Rex. That's the monster. Was beauty kill the beast? <laughs> it's like oh. no. Fuck the... Do you remember that that crappy Peter Jackson Kong? Yes, unfortunately, I do. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! You know that was that was not great. That was not. I uh, I'm like Peter Jackson has it is very hit and miss for me. I don't like. Well, I don't know. Did he, he? I think he did District Nine, or he had something to do with District Nine. I think he was producer on it. Yeah, he, he had something to do with it. Yeah, he, I don't think he directed it. But yes. Yeah, so okay, no, yeah, he, he was supposed to have directed the Halo movie, and then he then he got he ended up like losing funding for that, and then it became District Nine, and he just became like a producer for it. Ah, uh, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you. He's very hit and miss. He's made some movies that are like my favorites. I really love a movie called The Frighteners. Um, mm. And everyone, I always say, go watch The Frighteners. It's it's a fantastic horror comedy with Michael J. Fox. That's the um, that's the one. Oh no, wait, no, I was going to say that that's a Terrifiers. I think it's the other one. But I, I was going to say The Frighteners. That's the one with the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Michael J. Fox talks to ghosts. 
and okay, it's so, yeah. it, it's pretty sweet. And uh, oh, what's his name? Not Gary Busey's son, Jake Busey is in it. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Jake Busey. I don't know why yeah, I got I... a soft spot for Jake Busey. I think because I liked him in uh, Starship Troopers. Dude, you know what? I I still have a soft spot for that very first Starship Troopers movie. All those actors in that. Still got I got my fucking Johnny Rico signed right there on my wall. Nice, very nice. But it's a pop figure. <laughs> so you know, there's a there's a thing. There's you know, a bit of catch. You know that bit in um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where yes. they find that they end up on that planet where everyone's turned into birds, and they there's like all the levels of like the ground, and one of it's all just shoes. Because they made so many shoes, they covered the entire world in shoes. One day, archaeologists will discover from another planet, after we're extinct, they'll find the human race and they'll look through all the sediment and there'll just be a layer of Funko Pops. I, and you know what? I, I hope that, you know, the the whatever archaeologists there, I hope they are confused. I hope they're like, these must have had like some religious, you know, uh, <laughs> significant. And I hope they, they look at the little like, Dwight from the office Funko that somebody threw out. <laughs> <laughs> they all seem to be minor deities. Like there are some that are more popular, some that are less popular. And they, they we believe they had shrines where they worshipped them. Some were kept like I, I hope. in little protective casings. <laughs> like sometimes some took them out, some left them in. It's we like... believe that the ones kept in the boxes were believed to be evil spirits. And they they could not be released into the world. Oh God! I, you know, I really, I want that to be the thing. I want them to look back on our on our history and be like, why did they have so many little plastic toys that looked like this? It's like, no, I want them to to misunderstand that and completely think that we were worshiping them. Which, <laughs> let's no, see yeah. here. Uh, Mine's one looks decent enough to be Frank Harrison. Um, uh, we know you like the '98 Godzilla. <laughs> I liked it when I was five. It was great when I was. <laughs> Five or no, what was it? I would have been seven when it came out. I liked it then, and then quickly learned like, oh, this isn't very good. <laughs> nah, dude, Ferris Bueller, like that, that was like who? That was like the best choice. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then like that one guy from Leon, the professional. Yeah, yeah, Jean Reno's in that movie. I'm just like, oh god damn it, Jean, why are you in this movie, man? What made you good? It was the 2000s. He needed work. It's got that real thing of like, you know, he was trying to break into America. People like Leon. And he's like, you're going to make me a star now, you understand? So I go to Godzilla. And then who knows? Next time I'm fighting on Schwarzenegger, who knows? You know? Yeah, I don't think I've ever I think I've seen that dude in any movies besides those two. Yeah, like, he has. he hasn't really made it that big. Like, people still know him. I think, you know, I think he's very big in France. Mm. Oh, nice. Okay, you saw apparently Gloria saw the Napoleon film the other day. How was that? I, I've been I've actually been looking uh like I've wanted to go see that. So the the Joaquin Phoenix Napoleon movie. Yeah. Yeah, the mm. one by Ridley Scott. Yeah, like, I don't know. I've kind of gone off Ridley Scott ever since he got to be a whiny little bitch. Oh, <laughs> elaborate on that. What do you mean by what what did he do? What was his last movie? He made he he, he made a movie and no one liked it, and he's like all these fucking young people they're watching fucking superhero movies and they, he doesn't talk like that but he was complaining <laughs> he was complaining about like how like no one's got the attention span to watch a real movie anymore and it's like no, it's because your movie's boring Ridley 
Okay, are you talking about uh, the last movie I can see that he made was either The House of Gucci or The Last Duel? Maybe The Last Duel. Okay. Even, now I'm concerned. It's two hours like, gone... long, so. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was just like it was like some historical thing, and I was just like, "Man, shut up." <laughs> I mean, like, the House of Gucci. Maybe it was a good movie. I wasn't gonna go watch that movie. <laughs> it's just like, like, oh wow, the drama of a rich like family. Wow, that sounds just amazing. Thanks very much, man. Could you go back and make sci-fi horror movies again, please? <laughs> good ones. Because, I mean, I've, all right, so I'm going to be honest. I, de I defend Prometheus. I don't think it's a terrible movie, but it it's definitely not as good as, as the original Alien nor Aliens. But, yeah, no, he needs to go back to stop. He needs to stop fucking around with Alien and Alien Covenant and shit like You're right. He needs to go back to making good movies. Good, like, um, uh, uh, sci-fi horror. Uh, Brad says, well, about Matt Damon being trapped on Mars. I will agree. The Martian's a good movie. I like The Martian. Was that, was that really, Scott? I don't know. Uh... I will check. I'm not sure. Seems like something he might have done. Oh, did you look at it? Was the Mar? Yeah, he did do the Martian. Oh, like okay. So just sci-fi, good sci-fi movies. Because he also made, I think, if I'm if I'm reading this, yeah, he directed Gods and or Exodus, Gods and Kings. So I'm like, that was a bad one. Like uh, the the Christian Bale, Prince of Egypt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like he did that. Like I miss the good old days when he fucking made Black Hawk Down. When he made fucking, oh, did he? I guess he? I guess he also made Hannibal. I didn't realize that, but okay, cool. I miss the I, point is I miss the good old days where he was doing like Blade Runner, Alien, and Black Hawk Down, and now he's got like like I'm down to go see Napoleon. But you're right, Harrison. I miss the good old days when he would used to make like kind of like darker sci-fi films. Yeah, I'm like I'm seeing a lot of like credits for being a producer rather than a director. So I'm like hmm. Gladiator Two. Sorry, IMDb is telling me that Gladiator 2 is coming up. And I'm like, is it? I believe Why? It. I believe it. He made Gladiator 1 and he and he really likes Russell Crowe. Like, I could I I believe it. <laughs> oh wow. I mean, I didn't realize he made this movie. If you ever have a chance, you should, there was one movie that is actually not bad. It's Matchstick Men. Uh it's that's by Ridley Scott, apparently, too. And that's uh Nicolas Cage and what's his name? Uh fucking Dude, Zaphod. Zaphod people. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Ah, Sam Rockwell. All right. Oh, yeah, okay. they're like oh. con men. And it's like it's a movie about them running a con. And like he apparently he has a daughter. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nicholas Cage has a daughter who like comes back into his life and he teaches her how to be a con man. It's a good movie. Yeah. I I recommend it. Check it out. Yeah, like, like this thing, I, I can't say that Ridley Scott is a bad director because he's clearly not. He's made loads of great movies. It was just like, yeah. These complain about people not wanting to go see his movie. It's like I saw the trailer for that movie. I didn't want to go see it. It looks like it sucks. <laughs> I, I'll give it a chance. I like I like kind of historical biopics. I'll give it a chance. But yeah, no, you're right. I'm older. Older directors need to stop bitching about how people have a low uh, attention span because you know what? I think it's just that you guys are old. I think that's it. Is yeah. There's a lot of like, well, you know, no one likes my movies anymore, or they didn't like this one as much it must be because everyone else is wrong it's it's that simpsons quote you know when uh, the principal's like no everyone else <laughs> is I, wrong am i so out of touch no it's the children who are wrong <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like come on man you know like like maybe what you were doing doesn't work all that thing of like a lot of directors like that they get a bit of a sort of like i really want to tell this story this story is really important to me 
sometimes no one else cares about that story, dude. Like that's the thing. It's, that's my pr- well. I have many problems with Scorsese, with Scorsese, but yeah, that's my problem with him is when he got angry about people not wanting to watch the fucking the Irishman or this new one, the Killers of the Flower Moon or whatever. He was like, he got all angry at people being like, not necessarily about the superhero movies, but he's just like, you guys have no attention span. You guys, what happened to adults who had a better attention? I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like I remember. Also, that whole the Killers of the Flower Moon. I think was was kind of poorly marketed because like I didn't know what it was about until I like heard someone on the radio like doing a whole thing about like the the reaction to it that mm-hmm. I actually found out what it was about and I was like oh that sounds kind of interesting what I was presented in that trailer looked like a bad Titanic in a desert <laughs> it looked like a bad type well I mean it had DiCaprio. It was a, it was a, not well, not a James Cameron. I was gonna say, damn, it's close. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, it's 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 like a, a period piece with DiCaprio that's about like a romance between these two people. No one told me, spoilers. He murders her at the end, or at least he's oh, part yeah, no. of the plot to kill her. Like, yeah, that's no, it turns out he's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's supposed to be like the big twist reveal is that you're you're going into it expecting it to be a love story, and it kind of is until the very end when it's like, no, fuck that. But. Maybe it's a twist, but it doesn't get me into a seat, you know, because I'm just like I, I don't care, and I care like about the story about that whole thing, but I want to hear it in a podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, sorry, I want to hear, I want to hear a podcast where you just, you just tell me about it, not where I have to watch DiCaprio be like, I'm such a good actor for like two, which you know sometimes it's fun, sometimes it sucks. <laughs> I already watched The Revenant. I don't have to want to keep on fucking watching DiCaprio show me just how good of an actor he is. Yeah, I, to be right, I, I did enjoy The Revenant. Which is, it's just like DiCaprio and Tom Hardy have a terrible time. <laughs> yeah, no. And then, and then Di- well, yeah, no, DiCaprio and Tom Hardy have a bad time, and then Tom Hardy has a really bad time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, such a, it's a great movie, but yeah, no, like that's we get it, uh, DiCaprio. You, you, even in your like fifties, you can fucking act like Jesus Christ. Do you know, what? I, I, uh, this is a weird story that I have about the Revenant. I'd seen it, and it's a very miserable movie, but I quite enjoyed it. Mm. And I remember talking to some people about it later on, and they hadn't. And <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this that won't get YouTube angry at this, but these people thought. That DiCaprio wasn't just attacked by a bear. They thought that the bear forced itself onto yeah, DiCaprio they, they, into oh, a yeah, marital no, I've heard, I've heard way. That story. I've heard that story. Yeah, no, a bunch of people saying that they thought that it wrapped him. <laughs> Where did they? Who's got that idea? Where has that come from? I I don't know. I think people are they're really projecting a lot of weird stuff. We have a lot of furries in the in the world. Mr. Action. No, I'm kidding. We have a lot of furries <laughs> running around out there, you know, telling like, I, I, or maybe just people are like, they're, they, I feel like some of it is like that Mandela effect kind of thing is that uh, people who necessarily didn't necessarily see the movie or misremember it, they're like, oh yeah, no, there's a part where he totally gets like by the bear. And it's like, uh, I don't, I remember him getting torn up by it. I don't remember him actually ever getting like, you know, getting physical with it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's super crazy. I'm like, where on earth did that come from? I would love to see. I'm sure that they, if you like go deep, go looking on YouTube, or there, there's some like 30 minute essay about why do people think that that DiCaprio had sex with a bear? You know, 
Like, but I, I'm sure there's someone who made it like an explanation video about it. That's crazy that it's so many people that think that. Because like, like I the, the conversation I had with those people was that they were like, and so does the bear? There's a bit with the bear, and I I thought they were like he just gets attacked by a bear. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the bear comes and gets him, and they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, that's what the movie's about. And, and and they thought I was confirming that yes, he was indeed awed by a bear for ages. And I was like, what do you think happened? That's awesome. And I, I don't know. Why, I wonder how he feels about that. Because that's you know what's funny is that that's the movie that got him his Oscar. Yes. I wonder how he feels about that for being, which is also ironic. Because in another movie that like that came out just before that, The Wolf of Wall Street, he literally does have a candle in his butt in real life. I'm like, and he didn't get an Oscar for that movie. I'm like, it's the most weirdest thing I've ever heard, I've ever seen. Oh my god, uh, humans are weird. Yes, they are. They're very strange things. Well, I, yeah, we all know he got that Oscar because everyone was like, DiCaprio deserves an Oscar by now. Someone give him one, and they were like, Yeah, this movie was art enough for him to have an Oscar. He hmm. he ate a bison liver. Give him an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, right. He ate the bison liver. He had he got mauled by a bear. He had this whole part where he was like in the freezing cold, like drinking the water off of a fucking dripping tree. You know, he he survived. <laughs> Even and then he and then he made Tom Hardy wish he was fucking dead. <laughs> but you know, I want to say fuck fuck DiCaprio, like he's a nice enough actor. But Tom Hardy, dude, he's a good actor. Like his Venom movies aside, he's a damn good actor. Oh yeah, yeah. I I mean. See that that's the thing. This is where the, the Oscars are, aren't very good in a lot of ways. Because like, what wins an Oscar? You know, it's that thing of like, it's never what everyone enjoyed the most, and sometimes it isn't what you know the actor had to do the most work to pull off that performance or anything. Because I love Tom Hardy, but I don't think I could say, oh, he should have got an Oscar for this performance. There's one movie I'm going to say that yes, he should, and so. If you ever have the chance, there's a 2013 movie that's called uh, Locke, L-O-C-K-E. And that's like the, the character's name is Ivan Locke. But yeah, so basically what it is, it's a, it's an hour and a half movie. And the guy is driving from London to like some, uh, or I think he's driving from like, a, from like some town on the outskirts of London to London, to a hospital, to, to a woman that he cheated or they, that he cheated on his wife with and is now pregnant with his baby. Yeah. And so basically like it, it's like he's leaving like he, he has like a mate like what well, the idea is that he has like a major uh business deal in the morning that he has to do and then he's like the head of like he's the head of the company doing this thing so he has to do that and he's just completely abandoning his entire life like he's abandoning that his children his wife like he's just going to go do this thing because like i don't want to spoil the whole movie but yeah it's like that's the, the kind of the setup is that he's he feels responsible for this child and so he's going to go be with the chick while she's had giving birth and then oh, figure wow. it out after the fact. So, and the whole movie is literally just him in the car. Like, you know, he, he talks to someone on the phone. Like, he talks to his son. He talks to his wife. He talks to, like, another person in the company that he is like, hey, you have to do this for me because I'm not going to be there. So, and it's, like, literally all of it is just him by himself talking to nobody. So, and it it actually is really good. I, I would recommend it. Oh, cool. All right. That, that sounds pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I, th I think you you might you might be down for it if you if you're de like if you're down for uh fucking what's his Tom Hardy I think you'll be totally be down for it yeah because I do like him like um I I haven't seen much of it but the that show Creek uh, Peaky Blinders um he's really good in that yeah like the performances mm -hmm. I've seen in that like um I need to again there's lots of things I've seen clips of but I haven't seen the whole movie uh, that Cray Twins movie that he did Legend 
I do want to check that out because every now and then, like, you'll be on like Instagram or TikTok or something, and the clip will pop up of him, and I'm like, damn, he is good in this stuff. Yeah, I suppose. Agreed. Speaking of Tom Hardy, we've got that Furiosa movie coming out. And as I said at the very beginning of this, I haven't actually watched any of that stuff for Furios. I've heard of the of like the I've heard that it's getting made. I and I saw that the trailer released today, but I didn't see I didn't actually watch it. Or maybe it did release today. Let me check. Furiosa I haven't trailer. so yeah, I I've had a little look at some things. I haven't seen much of the trailer. It's it's Mad Max Fury Road again, you know, like like so it it seems like Immortan Joe is gonna make appearances in it, which is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Chris Hemsworth in it as well. Oh, I'm pretty psyched right, about you know it. I'm bringing it up. Hang on, we... Furiosa. There we go. And here. So yeah, we got like it's basically just Fury Road again, but it's going to show you how Furiosa became like the chick that like the badass warrior that she becomes. Like. <laughs> 45 years after the collapse, a young Furiosa is taken from her. Fa- so, like, that's one thing I'm like, I don't really care for about Mad Max. If you ever watch, like, the old Mel Gibson Mad Maxes versus this Mad Max, it's like night and day. Yeah, I, I, I do appreciate that. Like, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's a weird one where, like, actually, do you know what? I think this might possibly be a good example of uh, a director, an older director, coming and doing something, you know, a bit later on, and not being like, eh, 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 no one likes my movies anymore. Everyone's bad now. Because mm. I feel like I feel like when you go from yeah from those over to Fury Road, you can see the difference. But like, it works. Fury Road's yeah. incredible. Everyone's movie. just down for it. Like everyone's totally just cool with it, and they're just like, oh yeah, no, Mad Max, and it's. Like and you know another thing I love how the 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 what's it called the uh, plot of Mad Max is like the Fury Road is just like paper thin but people still love it anyway like they don't give a shit that like the plot is like a nothing plot it's just like it's a good movie that's that's part of the reason why I get I get so mad when you get these movies that spend hours doing stuff spend hours setting things up and go you gotta have this you gotta have that I'm like no nah, man if you just throw us into it we don't care. Like as long as it's good to watch, we'll just stick with it. And yeah, yeah, Mad Max Fury Road is, is an excellent example of that. All they're doing is getting from A to B, mm-hmm. like, and then they get to B and they go, oh, crap, let's go back to A." Move. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. Like, and that's and again, like that's why I love when people come, like, they complain about whatever Marvel movies having shitty plots, and I'm like, "But did you love Mad Max? What are you talking about?" But. But, but regardless, you're right. It's it is a simple, just like A B back to A done. But as what I like about this is that yeah, it seems like it's going to be like all right. We're going to take this thing that you really loved. We're going to show you how it got to that point, and we're going to do all basically all the stuff that you love from that movie, and we're just going to make it like because look at this like tanker truck with the freaking like the chainsaw or whatever drill on the back and these crazy ass yeah like, that is I, awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing whatever that does. Um. I I hope the guy with the bass guitar, <laughs> like the oh the the, fu- the flamethrower, I love yes it. that dude is so damn cool. The only thing yeah. I've got about this that I'm not keen on, and it's probably mm. not fair, but it goes back to the like last time I was on and we were talking about casting. I'm a bit upset that it's Anna Taylor Joy because I'm just well, like, oh, why? So why is that? She's just seen her and everything. 
Like I've I've seen her like she she's just permanently being put into anything. It's just like, do we need a woman? Yeah. Are they young enough for it to be Anna Taylor Joy? Yeah, I guess. Stick her in it. Get her in. I mean, she's the new like this kind of an old dated reference, but she's like the new Molly Ringwald. <laughs> like she's like you know she's just a hot enough girl that you've got to put her in everything. Wow, that. I don't know. <laughs> That, that is an old one, Molly Ringwald. I know that's a, that's a stupid. I didn't know who, who would be a better one, but yeah, no, you're right. She's in the witch or the the witch. The she's witch. in Split. She was in uh, the Menu. That was that one horror movie with uh, what's his name with Voldemort in it. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, uh, Ray Fiennes. Yeah, she was in the Queen's Gambit. Uh, that was like she was she was uh, Peach in the Mario movie, and she was in New Mutant. So yeah, she. You're right. They're putting her in everything, but I feel like it's because like. You know, at this point, how old is she? She's 27. Okay, so yeah, at this point, she's like the prime of that acting role, and she's still like, she's hot as hell. I don't give a shit if anyone says it. I mean, yeah, I just, I don't know, like, I mean, part of it was just like, are we just gonna, uh, oh man, I can't think of anyone's name today. Uh, the original Furiosa, I was kind of like, oh, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron, yeah, I was like, we just got DH Charlize Theron, or like, just... I don't know. Like, 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 I also feel like Anna Taylor Joy to me doesn't look like Charlize Theron. And to be fair, it's Mad Max. Does Tom Hardy look like uh, Riggs? No. Like, that's a good. That's a good point. But just the same though, totally go for it. I would go for Anna Taylor Joy right there, like that, <laughs> with the grease paint and all that shit. One thing I'm not looking forward to is Chris Hemsworth, because at this point, I'm like, I get it, dude. Chris Hemsworth is, like, I guess there's what they're trying to do is make him, like, uh, a Thor kind of, again, a Thor kind of, like, old man Thor here. But I'm just, I'm not about it. I'm like, I get it. You know, it's fucking Chris Hemsworth. You know, we know he's he's big, he's buff, he's scary. Can we move on? I mean, I was kind of into it because I I, I'll happily watch Chris Hemsworth do something different. Like mm. I, I quite like him as an actor, so like when he's doing something that isn't a Marvel movie, I'm like, oh come on, let's let's see what you're doing. Well, I say that I won't watch everything. Every now and then, there's a movie where he's a firefighter or he's like, you know, a marine or something, and I'm like, you can keep that to yourself, Chris. That's 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 not for me. I don't know. This looks interesting. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm 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 interested to see what his character is and what he's doing here. But yeah, this, this looks like what you, you know. I'm gonna be honest, Harrison. Take the hat off, put some goggles on, and then like have this crazy getup. That's you. <laughs> that's that's you in the in the apocalypse. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that I'm hoping he's a villain because I think I think he's fun as a villain. It's um bad times at the El Royale. Mm. Seen that movie? Um, bad times at the that all right. I've heard of it. That's like I, I it's been a minute, but I've I think I might have seen it. Depends. It's it's like a Tarantino movie that Tarantino didn't make. Um, it's pretty good, and like Chris Hemsworth plays like a sort of cult leader in it, and he's he's pretty fun in that movie. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, no, I haven't seen that movie, but I but I have seen trailers for it. So I need to go watch that movie. So uh, John Hamm and uh, apparently, yeah, let me see Jeff Bridges. Oh damn, dude, I, how have I not seen this movie? Yeah, yeah, great cast. So yeah, like you know, I I I, I like Chris Hemsworth also. This might be Chris Hemsworth with an Australian accent, which is going to be loads of fun. That's a good point. Yeah, because Mad Max takes place in Australia. I didn't even think about that. So it'll be like actual Hemsworth. Yeah, actual Chris Hemsworth. Like, like wow. Instead of, you know, him just being, ah, Furiosa, yes. I should bring the gasoline. 
<laughs> Welcome to Asgard. <laughs> I mean, they or, did have a, they did have all that Valhalla stuff, didn't they? Yeah, I, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, mm. but you see, uh, yeah, no, dude, I'm I'm down for it. I'll I'll give it a watch. I definitely like Fury Road. This again, this all this shit like. The crazy like technology that they have with Mad Max, like the the nutty cars that they have with all the different you know weapons and shit. It's almost like Speed Racer. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's one of things I, I think it's it's crazy. I think it's crazy when you consider like Fury Road and how good that movie is, and then you look at like any of the Fast and Furious movies, or at least mm. like after the after the Fast and Furious movies started getting super nutty and they're like basically spies now. They're like James Bond, but there's ten of them. <laughs> yeah no that by the i think but i've said it before and i'll say it again after the third one like the tokyo drift one that's where it starts just going downhill and just starting getting shittier and shittier and they started drifting away from the whole like oh yeah we're we're street racers now they became secret agents or like james bond with cars yeah and they, they spend so much money on those cars i'm not saying that you know that, that any of these max Ma mad max movies are cheap but they're not those budgets and they haven't got those stars in it and still much better movies I mean, I recently, have you heard about this thing? About how, like, in the Fast and Furious movies, there's, like, a whole thing between, I think it's between The Rock, Jason Statham, and Vin Diesel. They, they're not allowed to have a certain amount, they can only have a certain amount of damage done to them in their contracts. Yeah, they all have to have equal amount of punches and stuff like that, like... Yeah, no, there's a whole part in that, in one of those movies where, like, he has it, like, there's the, because of just, like, the story, he has a gun trained on Jason Statham, like, and he's like, oh, you thought this was gonna be a fucking brawl? And he takes the gun, fires it into the air, and he's like, you're goddamn right, throws the gun down, and then they start fighting with each other with, like, wrenches, with, with no bullshit, like, car wrenches, and then, and so, yeah, then they have a thing where they're like, what, he hits one, he hits another, like, they, they each get, like, the equal amount of hits on each other, and it becomes to the point where, like, yeah, Jay, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, Vin Diesel wins, but it's only because of like one final like it's so, it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, or like was it if they fall over, they can't fall on over onto their back. They have to be like sitting down so they're not seen as having been defeated. And I just like I don't know. I don't know whether that's the actors themselves are like, "Hey, I can't I can't lose." Uh Glorious is put into the the thing like the rock can't lose a fight or something. Is that in any movie? Because I feel that feels weird. Because he was a heel back in the day in WWE. Like people didn't like The Rock. Like he was, he was supposed to lose at first. He was like an arrogant asshole. I've, I've watched those. I've watched those uh, like um, interviews with The Rock on like podcasts, being like, "Oh yeah, no, dude, it got to me." People being like, "You suck, you suck," and the guy was sitting there choking me out, being like, "It's okay, man. Don't worry about it. You're good." <laughs> Oh, oh it's, like, it's like, dude. Oh my god! Like it really got to him. Oh. But yeah, no, you're right. I, apparently, that's like his thing is that like The Rock can't lose. Like in one of those movies, again, he he's in prison and breaks out of it. And during that, I think it's the Hobbs and Shaw movie that they made. But like he gets shot like three times with the riot shotgun, and he just like walks it off. <laughs> it's like the, it's ridiculous, man. Like yeah, those those movies are foolish. But that's crazy. whatever. That 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 is wackadoo. I don't know, like just 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 have actual stories. Let's see. Anatero Joy is good though because she was acting with James McAvoy in Split and 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 Glass, and McAvoy did uh, doesn't overshadow her at all. I mean, yeah, she is good. Yeah, you know, and like Split's fantastic. I I really enjoy Split. I wasn't sure how I felt about Glass. I don't know. Hmm. I, I might need to rewatch it, but. The problem with glasses, it made me rewatch Unbreakable, and then I was upset already. 
<laughs> because Shyamalan tricked you into watching a fucking into his own cinematic universe. Oh my god! Have you have you gone back and watched Unbreakable? It is so slow and sad. Like it's it's, wow. it's not. I don't know. I feel like that's probably one of his most overrated films. I like. I, I'm. I'm gonna say I like Signs more than than Unbreakable or The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. I've had a few people talk about how much they like Signs, and I I didn't really enjoy it. But it's been literally like over a decade, I think, since I've seen Signs. So I might have to go give it another watch. I remember the the thing I liked about is it's it's quite scary. At the beginning mm. of the movie, it's genuinely kind of freaky, and then it feels a bit like rubbish that it's water. Yeah. I, so, funny thing, our, our buddy Dead Guy, he has a, a really hot take that I'm like, whoa. He, his favorite Shyamalan film apparently is Lady in the Water. I'm wow. like, I don't know how. I don't know how, but I'm like, I don't know if that was a joke or he was serious, but that's last time I heard him talking or saw him talking about it, he was saying how he likes that movie. And I'm like, that's, you know, I didn't Two think it was very own. good, but. Wow, Lady in the Water. Mm-hmm. At least it wasn't The Village. <laughs> the, oh, God, that was a horrible movie. Yeah, no, Shyamalan it or The Last Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> but on that note, it is it is getting to be that time. We are uh, we're reaching just about like the, I know we always go for about an hour and a half, but it's it's getting pretty late. I know where where you are. I mean, it's it's not too bad. Like so, you know, if if you want to keep going for a little longer to reach our usual time. I don't mind. Oh, cool. Well, I will. We can go for another ten or so minutes. Then fuck it. Let's just keep on talking. The Rock. <laughs> no, but <laughs> so yeah. I mean, there's no shame in The Rock losing to somebody like Bill Goldberg. No, but God forbid The Rock loses to somebody like Jason Statham. Well, yeah. Have you seen Jason Statham? He's a scrawny little British fuck. <laughs> can't, just hey, le- nah. can't let the some. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Statham would ruin any of those men. <laughs> oh, because he's dirty. He fights dirty. He glass any one of you. Fights like a football hooligan. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He's got eight pints in him, and he doesn't feel it anymore. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. But I mean, like, I know, I mean, all of that is just a bunch of uh, bullshit. I also, I'm gonna say, Vin Diesel over fucking hyped that is some bullshit overhyped nonsense that like i feel like a lot of his like badassery is just implied nonsense from other like it's just, it literally like the most badass thing you see him do is like it's not even him it's the car it's literally the car doing it he's just like i don't know man yeah it's, vin diesel is his shit is overhyped vin diesel is a weird actor like because like most of his career now is those those fast and furious movies like he just, and I, I, I don't blame him because I'm like, if I was raking in that money, I wouldn't work either. I wouldn't do anything else. I'd turn up, I'd do group once every few years. All right, so I want to, I want to look up what the Vin Diesel movies are. So we have <laughs> the Iron Giant. We have Pitch Black, Saving Private Ryan. You're Fast and the Furious. Whoa, Saving Private uh, like Ryan. All, yeah, he's he's in Saving Private Ryan. He's one of the he's one of the privates. What? <laughs> Yeah, he like he gets shot in like during the sniper scene. He gets shot. He's like, "Give this note to my dad" or some shit like that. Like, he, and he yeah, he dies. Holy he's also crap. in the Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, like I was gonna say, Pitch Black is the best uh, Vin Diesel movie, hands down, the best Vin Diesel movie. I think you're probably right because other than that, he's got Guardians of the Galaxy and he's got like some crap. He's got like a man apart. Triple X, Babylon AD, The Pacifier, which anybody remembers that. That's when he was a, a Marine who who like babysits kids. Yeah. Like, yeah as a Disney movie that they 
<laughs> that was a Disney movie where he hangs out with a duck. <laughs> it's like it's a, it's true. So I'm like, that's why I'm like a lot of his badassery is just it's implied bullshit from from the from the fucking Fast and the Furious movies. It's like, dude, you're just a guy. Actually, fair, like from what I've heard, Vin Diesel himself seems to be a nice guy. Seems right. He plays D and D. You know, chills out. <laughs> of, of course, you like him then. Yeah. It's like, dude, let's fucking play. I liked Riddick. Uh, Riddick was all right. Yeah, the Chronicles of Riddick one, I, I think Pitch Black was better, but Chronicles of Riddick, the second movie, was actually not bad. Yeah, I, I watched Riddick, the like the third movie, I think. That was all right. How do you guys, has anyone here played um, Escape from Butcher Bay? Because I don't know how I feel about that game. Game is hard as shit. <laughs> yes, yes, it absolutely is. Okay, I, I'm just glad to hear someone because everyone I've heard says like it's amazing. I'm like, it's so hard, it's so damn hard. Yeah, no, it, it it was a fun enough game, but yeah, no, that game is hard as shit. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You guys love punishment. Yeah, man, that game is just like, and it's like, oh yeah, let's do a stealth game in first person. Whose idea was that? I mean, I know Thief did it years and years ago, but like, I don't know, Thief And with like no that. HUD, and with, it had like no HUD, no heads up display whatsoever, like you, like, and I, and I don't know about you, maybe it was something I didn't unlock yet, but when I, when I was playing that game, I couldn't figure out how to do like the, the, you know, where he takes his goggles off and like you can see in the dark and shit. Oh, I think I figured out how to do it, but it just didn't really help. Mm. <laughs> like, it just made everything worse, <laughs> like when I tried it. Yeah, no, it was it was stupid, and I'm like, I don't that that movie or that game was fun, but it was also just dog shit hard. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shots fired! Apparently, the pacifiers made more money than any Disney movie this year. Oof. Well, I mean, most of their stuff is on Disney Plus, so. Villa says more about audiences than it does Disney. That is, that's probably true. Yeah. You guys seen that mega awkward Vin interview? Now, which one is that, Glorious? I'm not not sure. That is a link to a sus interview Vin did. I don't know. I'm not sure which link you did. I don't see any link, but I think yeah, I think it might not have come through. Hang on, I might have to like look on YouTube and do moderator things. Mm -hmm. Imagine being paid for simply saying "I am Groot." <laughs> uh, or at, at least Vin Diesel did um, I did get that for the trilogy. Yeah, no, imagine being paid just to say, I go, you stay, no follow. Because um, that's that's the Iron Giant. He literally says like one or two lines in that whole damn movie. Yeah, I, I remember when I found out that it was him and I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's a good movie. And that, that line, it's pretty sad, you know, gets you right there. But um, I can't say that like, it wouldn't have been the same if Vin wasn't there. You could have just as easily gotten another voice actor to be and then to make a scratchy voice. Yeah, anyone could have done that. Mm. Let's see here. Okay, he says, uh, yeah, I'll put it in the Discord. Cool. Let's see. Oh, God, signs, good Lord. We travel through space and but can't get through wooden doors, brought no weapons, and water is our acid, so we invade a planet that's 70% water. And water in the air. That's actually, you know, I've heard people make the make the th idea that that's they aren't actually aliens; they're supposed to be demons. And like the reason the water burns them is because that the little girl, like it's like blessed holy water or some such. 
Like it's it's like hmm. some whole thing because like the, you know the religious overtones that the movie has. Yeah. People make the argument that the that like the little girl is like somehow blessing the water and that yeah the the aliens are actually demons and the whole thing is like a big test by God to get the guy to you know renew his faith. It's 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 Maybe. really it's reaching it's reaching but yeah, yeah like that. I don't know, man. Like, I, I think know. it's just, I think it's just aliens that were stupid. <laughs> I think, I think part of the issue is someone asked as well. Like, have we seen like the old, the beach where you get old? And no, I haven't seen the beach where I get old because, because why would I watch that movie? Like, oh, I, I did see that. Spoiler alert! It's a whole, it's all a big government uh, experiment to test out dr- uh, like experimental drugs. Like they were yeah. all drugged with like with like some weird. It was like I guess it's supposed to be like a, a life enhancing drug. Like it's supposed to be like make you live longer, but it ends up having the opposite effect. Oh, uh, all right. So yeah, that I think that I think that sort of points to what I was going to say is that I think the whole concept of trying to make movies with a big twist is a dumb idea. Like I I think sometimes you'll get a movie that has a big twist and it works really well and Sixth Sense really worked. The Sixth Sense was like, wow, man. But trying to build a career on that is one of the dumbest things I've seen a movie maker ever do. What a twist. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that robot chicken thing. So what a twist. We're on the moon. What a twist. I mean, so it, it kind of reminds me of like old, remember old Goosebumps? Like there was, there was like, sometimes you get an episode like that where like the kid would, you know, it's like the camp half blood or camp, no camp, uh, no night, night moon, camp night moon. And the kid goes there and it turns out like after the whole thing, it's like, oh yeah, we were all testing you the whole time because you're going to go on a trip to earth. And it's like, turns out you, they were actually aliens the whole time. It's like, like, you know, the, these weird, like, that's what it reminds me of. Is it like, oh, at the very end? Oh yeah. We're going to, we're going to turn it on its head because fuck you. Yeah, like like the the village, I think, is the one of the worst ones because like, like where I think like it works with some other movies where like like I think Sixth Sense, you find the twist out and the movie still carries on and you you have to deal with what the twist, you know, what comes of that. The village just ends. It's <laughs> <laughs> like here's the twist, movie's over, get out. Yeah, no, she finds the cops, done, <laughs> movie over. Like yeah, no that and that and that movie especially is a really dumb movie. Like it had a cool premise at first. It's like, oh, monsters keeping you in the in this village. But it turns out these they're just people who got tired of living in modern life and went to be Amish. Yeah, they don't deal with any of that. Like, how do you keep people out? Like, what are you gonna do now that you found out? Like, any of that stuff. Hey, dead guy, how are you? <laughs> Tell us what your favorite M Night Shyamalan movie is before we end it. <laughs> oh yeah because yeah because yeah, we, we talked about i'm pretty sure you said it was the lady in the water because yeah we're t- we're just kind of tearing Shyamalan a new one right now <laughs> see that fan theory is a stretch that would give mr fantastic an injury the the one about the the aliens being demons <laughs> i knew it i knew it he did say lady in the water uh, okay sure <sighs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll have to argue about what we'll have to do a whole Shyamalan episode. <laughs> I'm not sure I could take an entire Shyamalan episode. Like, well, I, I maybe, but if if I had to watch Shyamalan movies to do it, that might be hard. <laughs> See, watch you you go in there having been like we're going to talk about Shyamalan films, and the twist is we're actually going to make you watch Sixth Sense. <laughs> what a twist! Are <laughs> well, you just going to nah, make but... me watch Justice League again? 
Yes, and it's and it's gonna be the fucking uh, the Joss Whedon one. <laughs> nah, but all right. So the Shyamalan episode needs to, to end with a twist. It's like turns out it, you guys we weren't live the whole time. <laughs> it's like that would be a twist. Yeah, we just predicted all of your comments using G Chat GPT. <laughs> It's like holy shit, <laughs> nah. But okay, I think now we've reached the, the now we reached the time limit. Now it's time let to be calling it a day. So uh, thank you guys to everybody for for watching with this episode. Turns out the episode was an a, turns out was an AI episode. Don't don't tempt me. One day we'll make a Fulcrum Entertainment podcast that's literally just going to be AI talking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like making money off of off of AI, man, as it should be. <laughs> But nah. Okay, so yeah, thank you to uh, Brightburn, to Glorious Sweatword, to Gap After Dark, to John Bubba, Mr. Action. Let's see, who else was here? Anon. Uh, of course, Dead Guy, who showed up at the very end. Let's see. Uh, I think there were other people in here. I know There was Tim. There was... Uh, I don't know. Other people. Patrick. Patrick. Briefly. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, we had Hans turn up briefly as well. That's right, and Justin. So yeah, thank you to all of you, and and Mr. Nobody, all y'all who showed up. If I missed you, anybody, I'm, I apologize. We still appreciate you. Thank you guys all. We like, we love you guys. You guys are awesome. If you guys like our content, make sure you like, subscribe, comment below, hit all, hit that, hit that bell notification so you know when the next podcast episode comes up. I mean, they come up. They're once a week, and they're at the same time every week. I doubt you'll you'll miss them. <laughs> <laughs> But at any rate, yeah, and then also check out our other audiobooks. Ch Harrison just finished his uh, Plagueis, Darth Plagueis audiobook. Yeah, so go Darth check Plagueis. out that. Go binge the shit out of that. Yep, it's all meant, there. So if you are waiting, it is finally ready for you. I meant to say, did you, have you been reading some of the comments on those videos? Some people have been like, you know, when I'm working in the ER or I'm working on the fucking operating table, I'm listening to your audiobooks. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, it's so scary. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh it's my like, God, what? What the fuck? It's like, dude, you're, you're sitting there like they got dock workers, like truck drivers, you got doctors, you got all kinds of like random ass people like from all walks of life listening to your books. I'm like, dude, holy shit. Yeah, no, it's 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 weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that scared me. I was like, oh, I I know I've got nothing to do and they're professionals and I'm not gonna distract them too much, but I'm just worried that they're gonna there's gonna be one guy going, That's not how you say that. And he's gonna drop a scalpel into him or something. Something bad's gonna happen. It's gonna drop a junior mint into a, into the fucking person's kidney or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but all right, but yeah, no. Go check out those audiobooks, they're very good. And then be on the lookout because next week I'm gonna be releasing the first part of uh the, the Republic Commando hard contact. So be checking out that. And uh, also be looking out for my game streams because I just I'm doing all kinds of different stuff: Batman, Aliens, Halo, yeah. Fallout, various things. And uh, then yeah, go to, and then uh, Harrison, do you have anything else you wanted to say? Any other stuff that you got coming out or anything planned recent or in the future? Um, not planned for the moment. No, no. Um, I'm gonna try and work on some things in the background. Uh, try and get some stuff together. Uh, but nothing coming out uh, in the foreseeable future. Cool. Well. And then also be on the lookout for audio. Oh, actually, I do want to talk to you about there's a couple of voice lines I still want to get you to do for Last Ronin. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, no yeah we're all, I'm almost done with it. I literally have like a, a handful of sound effects to do and then the music. And then we're, we will have it done by the end of the year, if not by January. Awesome. 
Don't forget to how to Google how to rotate. Tur- I did figure that out. I did figure out how to do it. Next time I play Aliens, you guys will all be happy to know that I figured it out. I'm smart. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But anyway, so yeah, guys, as I said, thank you all for watching. Thanks for being members of the Fulcrum Knights. Thank you for being just the awesomest fans that we could ever have. And uh, and thank you to the to the six of you, I think now, that are, are uh, let's see, actually, I'm going to confirm that because you know what? I'm going to be a good a good YouTuber and not just some asshole. But thank you to like the, the six or seven of you that are our members that are Falcom council members, because you guys are the shit. Thank you very Let's much. Let me name off their names right now. Uh, here we go. All right. So Enrozak, dead guys production, a thousandth ghost, peaky era productions, funny pox and Ash Heritor, And then all the other Fal- fulcrum paladins that are in here. So I want to say thank you to all you guys. You guys rock. And as I said, like, subscribe, comment below what Dead Guy said, what I said, what what Harrison didn't say, but you know what? He's thinking it. <laughs> Go do that. And remember, guys, we are all Fulcrum. I, we will see you guys next week. And hopefully our buddy Harrison will be here, although probably not. He's probably going to be off doing being too cool for, for Fulcrum. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. But see you guys later.